Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Blinkers Off. On this episode, me and Aaron look at the $1 million Apple Blossom handicap at Oaklawn Park as well as the Oaklawn handicap at Oaklawn Park. We also go into some debate on whether or not Model My Girl needs to face the boys at some point this year. Then we look at some buy and sell opportunities for the top contenders of the Kentucky Yokes and the Kentucky Derby. Who we like, who we don't like. Who we're fading right now, who we're buying, who we want, who offers value, who doesn't. You're going to want to stay tuned for this one. But before you listen to the show, if you could leave us a review of how you're liking Blinkers Off, we would greatly appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. What are the odds that we fast forward to the first Saturday of May and these two horses not only might be the exacta in the Kentucky Derby, but they, they're going to go off like very closely the top two choices, but top three or four choices in the like that's just unbelievable to think about that it's it's incredible it's absolutely incredible that these two could do it uh you, you just don't see that there were these two racing dudes named aaron and jared who had to buy some racing and they wanted to share it started a website where players go to see all their picks the goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk they put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly make a website where the expert picks are freer than willie from a racetrack veteran to just a beginner there's one place that you want to go to find you a winner as a matter of fact i want to hit the exacta there's only one site that you'll keep coming back to so next time that the Horses all line up at the post. Make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one side to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com as good as it gets what is up Jared Welch he's Aaron Altman this Blinkers off what's up man what's up man I love the background that's that uh, that could easily be the best thing I saw today right there the background I love it man Zenyatta is it a bird is it a plane no it's Zenyatta doesn't get any better than that apple blossom right you know yeah. it's uh you know and of course back then it was when they had it the, the day before kind of like an oaks derby type situation so we were there for the argus derby but everyone was really there for zinata that year so um that's the story of that's the story of when i knew i was a real horse racing fan because mm-hmm. i i i knew i had to be there and you had, you had already had tickets with you and your dad and and got reservations, hotel reservations, and people that are from Hot Springs. I mean, I don't even know. Like, of course, we haven't been there in two years now. You guys, you were there. Is the Velda Rose still up? Velda Rose is standing. That's about all. It's, uh, I mean, it's it looks like a it looks like a demolition zone, but, it's, <laughs> but it is still there. Yeah, it's still there. It was almost demolition zone when I stayed there, and uh, <laughs> I didn't care because it was like I stayed anywhere I could. I'm pretty sure it was haunted. I slept on top of the sheets. <laughs> uh, I was just happy to be alive. But uh, hey, I was like, I'm coming to uh, Hot Springs. I cannot miss Zenyatta and the Apple Blossom. So yeah, that's that's when I you, you know that you're a big horse racing fan when you risk your life literally yep. um, to see a horse, a, a certain horse. So uh, yeah, Apple Blossom. It's a big weekend. Obviously, the way they do it now with back-to-back weekends, Arkansas Derby. Um, you know, and then of course the uh, this weekend with the apple blossom so what are your thoughts man 
Uh, on the apple blossom, I think it's yeah. I think it's going to be an absolute showdown. I mean, I mean we, got, is, we got an absolute throwdown. I mean, this yeah, is I mean, this is going to be great. This is going to be the 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 matchup of the year so far uh, in a six horse field, Hot Springs, Arkansas, on Saturday, April seventeenth, a week after the Arkansas Derby. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you got Swiss versus Monomoy. That's that's what everybody wants to see. So. Yeah, I mean, I I am extremely excited for that. I mean, that's like I said, that's that is the race of the year so far in my book. So gonna be a good one, and uh, you got a great card, and you got welders running on this card, and you've also got the Oakland handicap. So yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, this might be better than last week uh, when it comes to Oakland, dude. I mean, because the thing is, like, you would pay to see these two face any day. I mean, Breeders' Cup. Like, you hope that these two are still active when it gets. Re- I mean, that's what you're hoping for. The way, you know, the, I know that she beat her, Monomoy beat her in uh, Swiss uh, in, in the British Cup last year. It's like, but everyone, these are the two, you know, with the, the male side, you just, we, we don't have a lot of competitiveness on the, you know, we're still trying to figure out who's, I mean, we know Mystic Guide obviously is legit, um, but the older side is is, is tough. Uh, but man, this could be like a rivalry that we could see all year, you know, because, you know, maybe they go from here to, to, to the spa. Uh, and then from there to uh, to of course the Breeders' Cup. So yeah, I mean this is like give the fans what they want. I, I love it. Like like whatever you if you like or don't like McPeak, you gotta love the fact that he's just like he's kind of talking shit, and I love it because it's just like, hey, I'm bringing her, and you know, and he he's like he basically is saying like yeah, she, we're gonna beat her this time. So I love it. I love he's talking shit already. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's it's definitely a lot of fun. And, and listen, Monomoy is just kind of going to do her own thing. And, and Swiss Skydiver sounds like she's just going to try to follow her around something. I don't know. That may be different after Saturday. We'll see. But it's going to be a hell of a race. It's going to be a hell of a race. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about it a lot. Uh, like I said, uh, a, a really good betting card around it, uh, you know, to where I think the pick fours, the pick fives and, and the late sequences are going to pay, even though you're going to have that race uh, within those sequences. Uh, because there's a lot of good races around it, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Um, yeah, and Mark uh, says uh, you you went to school in uh, Clarksville, Arkansas. Highway Seven is a beautiful drive down to Hot Springs. It certainly is. I, I I did it last weekend, so I I know exactly where you're talking about there in Clarksville, and then just go a little ways farther to Russellville and head south. And uh, yeah, it is a beautiful drive if you ever want to go down that way to Hot Springs. What's funny is it, I always. Uh... I, I couldn't make it this weekend or last weekend for the arts and everybody. So Halsburn went and I, we of course are texting or calling pretty much the whole time. And um, yeah, cause we we're weird like that. And I'm like, I know when I, I know when you're going through the bad part because I'm like, ah, it's, it's all my, all the bubbles are green, you know, like yep. it's not delivering. <laughs> it's like, I know where you're at. I know exactly where you're at. It's like, ah, give him 30 minutes. I think uh, it's, he'll get, he'll get it. I think it's 68 miles from Russellville to hot Springs. And about half of that, you don't, you do not have cell service. No, so yeah, no. that's a little warning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like every, yeah. every time we go through there, you're just like, well, I hope we, uh, you know, we don't run out of gas or have problems because that's right. You're going to walk <laughs> and you just know where to pull over. So, uh, <laughs> but man, it, it, this weekend. And again, it, it's, I know it's a big weekend, but we also kind of have a thing like the Oaks and the Derby to talk a little bit about. I think people are a little bit interested in that this year. Um, yeah. it, it, you know, we'll, we'll get into the concert tour and, and what, you, what you saw in Arkansas uh, a little bit when we talk about our buy sales coming up here later in the a later segment with the Oaks and Derby talk. Um, but real quick, kind of what was your, you know, what was it like to be, you know, I, I, of course, we were at the Breeders' Cup together, and that was our bit, first kind of big event back. But 
you know, I know you and I have obviously talked about it since, but what was it like for you to be at Oakland again? Oh, it was great. It, it was like uh, going home again. It really was. And, and hadn't been there for two years. So it was a, it was a, just great to see it again. And uh, like I've been saying this week on, on uh, all the different shows, uh, you guys, you just don't realize until you're back and there's a crowd at a racetrack, you know, the, the loud, uh, you know, yelling and screaming as those horses approach the wire. I mean, that atmosphere, even though we were at the Breeders' Cup, there was no atmosphere like that. Oakland had plenty of it. Uh, so it was it was awesome. I mean, uh, 17,000 people there. Uh, usually there's 60 to 70 on Arkansas Derby a day, 17,000. So a lighter crowd. But, man, it was it was great to be back and watch them live and, and, and be back to the track that, you know, basically we grew up on as far as horse racing goes. So, yeah, it was it was great. I, I, I could not have had a better time. What was it like looking like when they make the first turn, looking that direction to, and then seeing basically this monstrosity yeah. uh, casino or a hotel? Uh, what is that like? I mean, because I mean, I, obviously we saw some of the construction, but to see it up and, and I've it's got to be kind of just weird because you know, considering we've been there for so many years. Yeah, it was, it, it's almost like you kind of had to relearn that, that side of the facility. Like, wow, I, 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 I can't believe it's up and it's done and people were staying in it. Uh, there's a bar that overlooks uh, the track up there. There's a restaurant that overlooks the track. Uh, yeah, that is, I mean, Oakland is, man, it is legit. They expanded the casino. Uh, they've got real cards uh, in the casino. Now they used to have like the electronic, blackjack and now it's real cards i mean it's it's got to be one of the best places in the country to go for gambling i mean it's got a little bit of everything and, and then a great racetrack too so yeah it was amazing man and uh we're gonna have to stay there it, it looked like state-of-the-art type rooms so it was pretty nice uh yes i'm on the podcast buddy <laughs> close the door uh, yeah i'll be done just a little while <laughs> Just the perks of being live with your <laughs> with your little boys at home. So. I was going to say, do you have nobody watching them, or are they just? Yeah, no, they, I, I just I, I got some food. I just laid around the, the living room and uh, some TV going. So I'm, I'm probably hungry or something. You know, I probably went through the food already. So yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, my mom and dad are here, but you know, usually what happens is they're tied up. You know, like the boys <laughs> tied them up, and then they're you know, <laughs> it's like Dennis and Minutes out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is perfect because let's just jump right into the best thing I saw today because uh, yeah, actually Jared, Jared says, let's get the little man's pick before he leaves. <laughs> he actually earlier today was like, hey, daddy, can I be on the podcast today? And there you no. go. He just got on it. So it. Uh, I told him, I was like, well, you know, maybe you can help me. <laughs> um, I can I can tell you, though, he will pick the eight or the one every single time or the seven because of justify eight or I mean, the seven and the one are justify numbers. That's there you go. Yeah, he he's got that ingrained in him. His pet is uh, his stuffed animal horse. I got it from the Kentucky Derby when we saw Justify win the Kentucky Derby. Uh, is named Justify, and it's it's like that's his, that's his horse. So, yeah. um, he would give you the one or the eight or the seven <laughs> in every race. So, uh, but no, let's get right into it because that was a perfect segue into the best thing I saw today because. It's been a day, and, and I don't even have a best thing I saw today. It's more like I just need some. I just need we just need to vent. We need to vent together. I need a, an adult to vent with. Um, so I don't. I don't have a phone. My phone is is gone. Um, <laughs> that explains a lot. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Uh, I don't have any phone anymore. Uh, so I was trying to work a little bit earlier today and uh, go out to, you know, outside. And my oldest, the one you just saw, everyone live. Thank you, by the way, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're not, you didn't see them, but you could hear me talking to them. Um, my oldest was squirting my youngest with the water hose into the house. Okay. Oh, so nice. It, it into the house. Um, and so I'm like, all right, that obviously I got on, I got on to him, my oldest. Mm-hmm. Well, my youngest Cooper, he didn't like, he doesn't like when I get on to Cohen. He doesn't like, even if he was obviously needed to get onto. So I I'm cleaning up and I look outside and he's got a little pool outside. And I look out there and I'm like, what is that? My phone fully submerged in the pool outside. Mm. Mm. And, and a part of it was like, you little shit. Like, you know, it's like you, yeah. you knew that you, like you knew that was bad. So you did it to make me mad is what, you know, but it's like, I go out there and I'm like, Oh my gosh. You know, I'm like, Cooper, you cannot do that. I grab it. It's still on. I'm like, Holy shit. It's still working. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's like all flashing. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. So I, I just turned it off and I've, yet to turn it but try even try to turn it. i'm sure it's toast because uh, I, I don't know how long it was underwater but uh, somebody told me to put them in rice or something like that yeah of course i don't have any rice here so <laughs> well who does right <laughs> right it's like i don't i mean i don't have rice on hand and uh <laughs> then part of me was like well i've been wanting to get a new phone case so i guess i'll just get a new phone <laughs> Well, I'm at it. So yeah, uh, that's that's been my day. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I just, it's almost one of those things where you're like, I, I get it. You know, I'm not even, I'm mad, but I'm not at the same time. Like, okay, you got mad at me. You tried to punish me. <laughs> you threw my phone in the water. <laughs> so that's been my day. How's your day been going? It's been going a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> A whole lot better than that. I, I have no, I have nothing to add. I mean, I'm doing good. Everything's going great. <laughs> I guess, the, I guess the best thing I saw today could be the fact that a future I'm getting a new phone tomorrow. So that's exciting. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is exciting. I, or you're gonna go get some rice, right? <laughs> oh, by the time I get rice, it's gonna be yeah, like, it'd be like it'd be like trying to apply CPR on somebody like a day later. It's like no, <laughs> I mean they're dead, so it's over. Dead, so don't, yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I um, I, I don't have anything. Uh, no, nothing like that's happened to me today. I've just kind of been chilling. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could. I already know that your day has been dramatically less uh, chaotic, but yeah. I'm sure you have something, right? So give me what. What do you have? What's, what's the best thing you saw today? Um, you know, uh, the best thing I saw, Johnny Velasquez uh, tweeted out a, a, a video, and I'm just now seeing it today. He tweeted it out yesterday, I think. Of uh, wise Dan and successful Dan just running around in a field playing yeah, together, kind of acting like that. they're racing. I loved it. That's I I, I was scanning Twitter because like I, I don't really have a best thing I saw today so far, and I saw this. I was like, oh, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. So uh, if you go check it out, go to our uh, Twitter page. I retweeted it uh, just a minute ago. Wise Dan just out running around with with his brother, successful Dan. And uh, yeah, two pretty darn good racehorses. Of course, Wise Dan, you know, <laughs> one of the best we've seen in our lifetime. Uh, and then successful Dan wasn't bad either. Anyway, it's just kind of fun to watch them enjoying life. Yeah, and and, and Mark says uh, happy retirement, Charles Lepresti. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. That's fine. That's, yeah. 
there that could be the best thing. He finally kind of officially retiring. Of course, he trained. Uh, he, he trained. He trained both of them. No, he just trained Wise Dan, didn't he? Um, mm-hmm. But no, I mean, you think how many people you think that don't like that just got to the game in the last like handful of years even know who Wise Dan is? Because I mean, that's a horse that doesn't. I don't feel like Wise Dan gets a ton of mentions. Yeah, but that's a horse that was just unbelievable to watch. Yeah, uh, I mean, turf horses dirt, in this turf. country. That's the problem. You know, turf horses in this country they don't get the the respect they deserve, and he. He was something special. Um, Mark says, do the new cell phones these days come with the Tinder app? I <laughs> I hope so. Well, I'm, I'm actually, that brings up a good question. Do the, the hidden pictures I have, do they carry, like, do they carry over? Because that could be a concern. I, um, I don't know the answer to that. I'm afraid the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That goes, you know, a month of hard work down the drain. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but no, we'll find we'll find out, Mark. And especially if I go in and the guy's like looking at me weird uh when he's like uh, you know, switching <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm like, here, like. <laughs> I do the next 30 minutes yeah. of the show by myself. Yeah, you're on your own, I'm going to the store. I gotta get rice. I cannot sacrifice those pictures. <laughs> I worked so hard for those guys. Mom, I'm oh. getting the rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rice, mom, now leave the kids. <laughs> yeah, we can send Cohen's ass to go get it. Uh, oh man, that's man. great. So yeah, that's uh, let's 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 pray. Everyone, do a little little side of prayer for me that uh, that the, it does transfer over, and also that the pictures don't get like seen by the the people that work at Verizon. So, um, because that might you know get me like <laughs> call. Oh, whoops, this one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it'd be like uh, you know, like that you could do the trade and stuff or whatever. It's like we'll keep this one. It's like no, we'll, we'll... <laughs> like we're not we're not we're not mailing that one. That's gonna get that's gonna get FBI called or something. So. <laughs> oh shit! All right, uh, let's let's get to some horse racing. Okay. All right, today's show we're gonna preview. The $1 million Apple Boston handicap and the $1 million Oakland handicap at Oakland Park. And the dudes are going to do some buy-sell on the top contenders from the Longines Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby. Let's go! And they're off in the Oakland handicap. Before we get to Derby and Oaks, we got two big races to talk about at Oakland Park on Saturday. Race night, Oakland Park, Oakland handicaps, grade two, with mil- or for- worth a million dollars. Four year olds and up, going one one eighth miles, field of eight lines up for this one. We talked about it on the opening this day with the with the o- Oakland handicap, and of course the Apple Blossom. Two really good races, two good cards, or two good uh, races. And you know, Express Train shows up here, obviously. Narrowly getting beat last time out at Santanita for John Sheriffs. But you got some shooters in here that might try to upset. Of course, Silver State at four to one seems like an insane price, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, four to one at Steve Asmussen, of course, uh, kind of seems like this horse is finally getting his legs. Owendell, <laughs> can you ever? I, I, I'm done with Owendell after that last time. Uh, I still think he won, by the way. Fearless <laughs> uh, for Todd Fletcher. Irad comes in to ride. For Todd Fletcher, those obviously he's riding in the uh, Avalossum as well. So, Halterman, what do you think of this race? I mean, maybe you don't have the star power like you have in, in the uh, Apple Blossom with the with the two uh, big dogs there, but you've got. I mean, 
I think you got like you got at least four horses to make a pick here, and then you know throw in Warriors Charge or Radar Superstar or whatever you want to do here, Silver Prospector, and you maybe have a looming upsetter. But I feel like it's a decent field to bet. I think you had eight horses that you could make a case for. To be completely honest, I think there. this is a, a, a as far as betting goes, this is one of the better betting races you're going to find uh, on Saturday, no matter what. I really think any of these horses have have a shot to win here. Um, you know, you, you you mentioned Warriors Charge, a horse that lost an allowance last time out, but he's the lone speed in a, in a what looks to be a pretty paceless race. He might get brave. This horse finished second in this race last year. We've seen him run good races in the past, so maybe he can kind of get back to it. But, you know, uh, in the end, I, I thought Silver State was the right price, I think, uh, to, t- to take a swing. And I think you're going to get that. I think he is going to be the third choice. I think Express Train and Fearless coming off of uh, good races from out of town, they're going to take the money. I really think Express – or, uh, excuse me, Silver State – um, kind of sits trip. I think he sits on the rail. He saves all the ground. I think he's got enough speed to kind of get in position where he's not shuffled back. I think he's kind of making first run at the leaders, turning for home, and I think he can get it done. This is a horse that's won four races in a row, um, and, you know, I, I just think there's still more for him to do. There's more for him to give. Uh, so I think he's going to run well here, and I really love the price of, of four to one. I, I couldn't go against him. You know, uh, there's a few questions. Like someone says, you know, Blues Playoff says, who do you think will be the favorite? That's a really interesting question because it does seem like they're all right there. I mean, I get, Express Trade is the morning line favorite. Uh, you know, back-to-back, triple-digit buyers, of course, just narrowly lost uh, to Idol last time out in Santa Anita. Handicap. Um, so, I mean, I shipping in, but gosh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, honestly, like I know you think you would get Silver State at 4-1. I don't think you will. I mean, to me, it seems like, you're going to like one of these horses. Owendale won't be the favorite, but Pletcher or Silver State, it seems like one of those could possibly bypass Express Train, right? I think Fearless is going to be like five to two, and Express Train is going to be about three to one. Uh, that that would be my guess. And then Silver State's next at like seven to two, four to one. I, I think Fearless goes off the favorite. Um, but I definitely think it's de- highly debatable, and I would not be surprised if Silver State or Express Train was the favorite. I think it's going to be one of those first three there. Now, listen, I, and I told you, and I'm, and I'm I'm adamant about it. But if I if I had to, if there was a horse I wanted to make sure I threw in in multis, like doesn't the race kind of set up for Owendale a little bit? Like it seems like there's a ton of pace in the race. I I, I, yeah. I think there's a I think he. Listen, I'm not picking him. I have no way want to any part of him here. Um, but doesn't it – I don't know. I just feel like this race at a mile and an eighth, he, you know, I think he could get the – I think the setup could be there. I am going with Fearless. I like Fearless here um, just for my pick. But I just Owendale, man, I think don't – I mean, he, he might – you might – if he's seven to two, then no thanks. But if he floats up to like five, five six to one, I wouldn't want to get beat by him. He he won't be on any ticket I have. <laughs> I'll just flat out say it. I, that's, yeah, I, that's I I don't like I don't I don't see it here at all. Um, you know, look two races look. back, he got beat by Silver Prospector, uh, who's in this race and is ten to one. So I would take Silver Spro- Silver Prospector over him. Uh, I would take Rated R Superstar over him as well. Um, I I kind of think Owendale. If you want a keem in the third spot, 
go for it. But as far as like a multi, I don't want any part of him. I really don't. I love your top pick though. I like Fearless. Um, but Owendale, no, I'm I'm not. I can't get on board with that. Listen, if he couldn't win that last one, I don't know. You know. No, I'm with you. And again, that's what I mean. Obviously, he's he's not in my top three. Um, but I'm just as far as if I if I could afford it, he would be one because I just have like this weird like love hate with Owendale where it's just like. He, I just feel like it's going to set up, and if I see him coming, I'm going to be so upset. He's been working well, but he works. Well. He's a pretty good workhorse. Um, obviously, back at Oakland Park, just fired a bullet, um, you know, four furlongs and almost 47 flat. So good work and flows back to ride. So um, let's talk. Some people talk a little bit about Silver Prospector here in the chat. Talk, you know, you mentioned how you would uh, play him over Owendale. And of course you're talking about that Razorback where he got beat, uh, by mystic guy. Of course, we went on to win the $12 million Dubai world cup finished second. So, I mean, there's some class, there's some form. He got a 98 buyer that day, you know, silver prospectors, a horse that, you know, who I've tried to pick, you've tried to pick at times. And it's just, he's, he's burns tickets. Is there, I mean, 10 to one, he might be the one that you want to play, right? The only problem I have with him is Santana's on Silver State, so that's why I lean towards Silver State because you'd think he's got the option to play one of, or to pick one or the other uh, between the two Silvers here. And uh, Silver Prospector, I, I like him. Um, you know, I like him as a horse, but I, I don't quite think he's going to be good enough to win here. Um, no disrespect to him last time out, getting beat by Mystic Guy. That's no big deal. Got second. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't think that he can he can actually win it. <laughs> Nick Feldman says Owendale is like Kirk Cousins. That <laughs> might be the best. Yep. The best comparison of ever. Like that's that's so good. Because Halter and I, like, we have a like it's almost like a running chat between just him and I about Kirk Cousins every single Sunday <laughs> with the NFL. I mean, we hate this guy. And it's just like, what are these people? So maybe it's perfect because he's almost like he shows just enough to be sort of considered to be, a, you know, yep. like a legit quarterback, but then he just goes out and throws like six picks in a game. Um, and you're yep. like, what, what the fuck, man? Um, <laughs> no, let's talk a little bit about, let's get serious about the win contenders. Fearless, a horse that uh, hadn't been seen since last June, came back to win the Goldstream Park Mile, uh, you know, beat Performer that day. Of course, you and I both like Performer, didn't think he could beat, did, did uh ran huge he ran a really good race just a really professional race and this is obviously um an interesting horse and a horse that at one point you know what was interesting about this horse is he looked really good starting out his career then he faltered then he's off for a long time he's gelded he comes back he runs a huge race and now he's back here in a big time race like a million dollar race so fearless to me seems kind of like an unknown and considering it's Pletcher. It's Irad. I've I've sworn to never bet <laughs> against Todd Pletcher at, at Oakland Park ever again. So the fact that he's here, and I think the race sets up really nicely for him. So I, I like Fearless a lot. Here's a fun fact for you: Owendale was the favorite over Mystic Guide in the Razorback. Let that How about one sink that, in. Right? Right? Owendale was the favorite over Mystic Guide in the Razorback. Unbelievable. That's almost hard to believe. It's yeah, he was seven to five and missed a guy. And, 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 and they both had similar races afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mystic Guide went and won the Dubai World Cup, and Owendale lost one of the worst runnings of the New Orleans uh, uh, handicap, uh, maybe ever. So, <laughs> yeah, Mark, you said Dan's at 41. Yep, that's exactly right. And so, that's uh, I, we've I, <laughs> that horse is a yeah. horse that most people don't know, and I'll never forget because that horse cost me, cost Alter and I one of our best caches ever. Yep, in a, in a pick four, um, because we're <laughs> yep, just stupid. So, um, yeah. Uh, all right, so talk about a horse like Warriors Charge, a horse that you and I obviously have huge fans, used to be huge fans of, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Flo, that you talked a little bit about the the jockey change with Silver State or staying on Silver State with with Santana. Warriors Charge, you know, is on Owendell, whereas he jumps off Warriors Charge. So that yeah. should tell you a little bit, plus the fact that, you know, Warriors Charge looks like a different horse now. He's just not very good. I would say, and to answer this question, it's hey, a very, there you go. Bad, very, very, very bad sign for Warriors yep. Charge. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, listen. I, I, I happen to think that that he is the speed of the race, and he can get out in front of them. But I can't, I can't sit here and 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 be with any confidence. Hey, Warriors Charge is going to run well. You know, I think it's just a situation where if he gets the trip, maybe you know, he gets the job done or, or maybe not even get the job done, hold on for third, something like that. But yeah, that's, that's a bad sign. That's a very bad sign for Warriors I, Charge. It does feel a little bit like, I know Mystic Guide's not here and obviously, but he did run here. So you've got a little bit of the kind of similar class of horses. Um, it does feel like out of this bunch that at least one or two of these could be a horse that we need to know yeah, you know, obviously Express Train being a very good horse out out west and coming here, um, fearless. If he wins here, you got to think you know Saratoga, Belmont, whatever you end up going. Silver State, of course, you know you know introduction there with Willis and Winchell. So I mean, it does feel like these horses win here, and it's like they become a serious player into the older horses uh, division that we're kind of lacking right now. Yeah, I think so. I, I think you got a couple of, of players here. And like I said, what if Express Train comes over here and rolls? Well, then all of a sudden he looks pretty good, and so does Idol, who beat him in the San Diego Handicap. So there's a yeah. lot to look forward to here. You know, uh, as far as Fearless goes, your top pick, that horse has had hype for a long time. Maybe he's getting ready to come on and have a nice year. So it's definitely, like I said at the beginning, we don't have that star, and it's, it's not a lot of star power, but – there might be, you know, one that if, if they show out here and really run big, that we could say, hey, maybe he's kind of ready to take that next step. And uh, will we think as highly about the whoever wins here or even finishes second as we did last week in the Oklahoma Mile with By My Standards and Rushy, who I think stamped themselves as kind of horses to look out for this season. So hopefully we can kind of get the same kind of thing with this one. I still don't know how Rushy won. I mean, I saw the photo, but I mean, it's just like – I. You were there live. You were texting. We were texting each other. Uh, I was watching it on on, and I, it was one of those things where it was almost like the Owendale race. I, I saw the race fit end, and I was like, "That was close." Rushy got it. Turned it off. I'm like, <laughs> Rushy. Got, I said, "Rushy got it." Don't, don't worry, Halterman. And then I'm like, "You're like, no." And I'm like, "How? How yeah. did Rushy not get that?" And oh man, that was uh, God. That was brutal because I, 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 I really, I really felt like he got it. I was shocked you were so confident because we were all like, I don't know, that's close. And, and then I thought like, well, maybe Jared like saw it on slow motion already because you're like, yeah, another winner. Good job. 
I'm like, oh, well, maybe he won, guys. And Kelby's like, man, I don't know. <laughs> no. Well, won. I'm sure watching it live, there's no way you would be like, you would have thought that was super close. And But I mean, it just seemed like he got, you know, he held on, he got the bob, like it just. Yeah. It, it, but you watch that. God, it was brutal. I mean, that was close. That was actually closer than the Owendell one. The Owendell one actually wasn't that close. And right. was surprisingly not close. Um, all right, let's get to. So real quick, that's a race that. Feels like you need to at least go three or four deep, maybe yep. even more, depending on how you know, because you are going to be able to go thinner. Let's hope, right? In race eleven, it seems like you only need to go too deep. And if you really have a bold opinion, maybe you go you single here. Let's go to race eleven. Uh, that, of course, the main event on the car, the Apple Blossom, and they're off in the Apple Blossom Invitational. Grade one Apple Blossom, million dollars, Phillies and mares, four year olds, and up one one. And one sixteenth miles field of six lines up for this one, and man, I mean, really, you know, make no introduction here. Swiss Skydiver versus Monomoy Girl. Throw in a little Latruska. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it, right? Uh, well, first and foremost, I I, I know Latruska. A lot of people think is going to get loose on the lead here, and you certainly think that the source is going to be in front. Uh, I think the problem for Latruska is both Monomoy Girl and Swiss Skydiver can be tactical. So I don't think they're going to let her get that far away. Um, and I think these two will just track Latruska and then and then kind of just pass her, you know, <laughs> down the stretch. It's it's close between Monomoy Girl and Swiss Skydiver. It, it certainly is going to be a battle. It's it's very close. I still lean towards Monomoy Girl. I want to see Swiss Skydiver beat her. Uh, before I kind of get on that bandwagon, um, I, you know, and I think with with her in the race, you, you all of a sudden you get odds on Monomoy Girl that make her bettable, like in the Breeders' Cup. You know, um, I don't really hold what happened to Swiss Skydiver in the Breeders' Cup against her as far as today's race. Um, but in the end, you're just going to have to prove to me you can beat Monomoy Girl. This is a horse that has 16 starts and hasn't crossed the wire first once in those 16 starts. Uh, and the one time she didn't, she was a two-year-old and she got beat by a neck. So, you know, until she beats her, uh, I, I got to stick with Monomoy Girl. I'm with you, dude. And yeah, let's say real quickly, Latruska is a very, that's a pretty cool story, you know, because I, I remember yeah. this horse. I We all remember this horse, at least you and I do. When this horse, you know, the, the, the Mexican horse that came over and ran in Gulfstream that day and, and, and was awesome. And then, of course, you kind of think, well, they're forget about it, but you know, this horse just kind of keeps coming along, you know, win some stakes races here and there. Of course, they, they uh, have lost the blinkers and this horse has really turned into a nice horse the last, you know, three starts, uh, nearly getting beat by she dares the devil last time out in the Azari. But yeah, I mean, considering you go back all the way back to the kind of like, Oh, well, whatever, like that was kind of a cool horse to now we're, we're even in the, you know, you and I maybe aren't you know, so much, but in the conversation of her, matching up against Monomoy and you know what I mean? That mm -hmm. is a very wide gap that I feel like she's kind of shortened a little bit. And I didn't think a lot of us saw that. So Latruska is a very interesting horse. Um, you got to love the fact that Irad is going to ride her, right? Yep. Um, you know, that's a, that's a huge sign um, that he, he, he he's going to try to go. And you got to think in his mind in, in trainer's mind is like, Hey, there's only one way to win this race. And it's just, just fucking go as fast as you can and just try to hope it bury him, you know? Um, yep. So you, I, I feel like the pace will be there, but I'm with you. Swiss got to, it'll be like, they'll come hunting 
you know, the, the two of the six will come hunting. And I mean, I'm on him way. I'm team on him way all the way. I'm just like, how can you go against her at this point? Uh, she just keeps coming back and until proven otherwise, um, you know, like you said, she, the golden rod is her really the only race that she didn't win, so to speak. And, uh, you know, she, she did beat midnight Visa that day. Um, make no mistake about it, but she did get DQ'd, but I thought she came, you know, cause you and I we were on the road, uh, on the way home from the breeders cup. And, and of course we thought we saw our swan song, you know, and, uh, then it's like, she gets sold and then it's like, well, they're hearing rumors that she may come back. And it's just like, what? Like re- keep her retired, you know, like just, she yeah. does nothing left to prove, let her retire. And then she comes back and just kind of rolls in the Bay Coa Like it was nothing on the slot, mind you. And it's just like no big deal. And it's like, Oh, well, I mean, I guess she can just keep doing it, you know? So I think it's Monomoy. I love the fact that Swiss is running as good as she is right now. And I think it's going to be a throwdown, but I think Monomoy just outclassed her. She knows where she's one of those horses like where you just, she knows where the wire is. Doesn't matter. Yep. No, I, and the thing about the Latruska camp, and again, I, I like you trying to make an angle here to, to, to play a higher price, but you know, you kind of look, okay, where were these horses, Swiss skydiver and Monomoy girl I'm referring to, uh, you know, at the half mile point in the in their races, they're always either in the lead or within a length. You know, uh, I think Swiss Skydiver in the Breeders' Cup uh, was was four behind, but other than that, they're within a length, half, or they're ahead. So I just don't see a situation where both of them let her get three or four lengths ahead because I think that's what it's going to take. If they're all within about a length of each other. Uh, you know, turning for home. I don't think Latruska is going to be able to hold them off. So, um, but I get it. I get people trying to kind of create some value and, and that's one way to do it. But yeah, I mean, you're right. It's just, it, she's just so damn consistent. Monomoy girl, just man, you know, um, the one worry she's now six Swiss guy levers four. So she's kind of the young up and coming new shooter, so to speak. Um, and you know, you get up five, six, seven years old, sometimes they start to slow down a bit. We haven't seen that from Monomoy Girl, but that is you the never, one worry, right? But uh, right. Yeah. you never know when it, you never know when it's going to hit, you yep. know, it just, yeah, sometimes these fillies and mares, it just hits and it's over, you know, yeah. Um, and they just kind of lose, lose their interest. You talk about consistency and you know, Swiss skydiver. You know, hasn't lost, you know, undefeated one for one at Oakland, four for three or three for four, I should say, at this distance. You know, Jared says, Jared Clements, you know, he's afraid that uh, Monoma Girl will be two to five. And I mean, that's not out of, I mean, I think she'll be heavily bet, obviously. So let's just, let's just paint a picture here. If she's, let's just even say four to five to make it a little more debatable. Four to five and say Swiss is eight to five, two to one, nine to five, somewhere in that ballpark. Does Swiss become more playable for you? Like, are, are you more interested in Swiss because the value is a little bit like they're they're so close in that in, as far as their ability that four to five, three to five on Monomoy versus eight to five, nine to five, two to one on Swiss. You all of a sudden want to play Swiss. I would take Monomoy at four to five. Anything lower than that, I I I would probably just skip it as far as a win bet. Because I don't, I don't really like to do that. You know, I, if, if I have a horse and I pick that horse to win and then the odds drop too low, I would rather just skip it than play, you know, my second choice and get beat, you know. 
because it seems like anytime I do that, I get beat. So uh, I know a lot of people would say, oh, no, you just go to the next one and you bet it. That's not how I like to do it. So, um, yeah, four to five or better. I'll take Modern Boy Girl. If she drops below four to five, uh, I'll just sit and watch this one as far as uh, betting a win. Uh, one, this is great. This is a really good question. Actually. It's kind of funny. If, if Nick is, Oh, if Nick, so Nick, if Odell's Kirk, what quarterback is Monomoy? So what would you, that's like, this is interesting. So Odell is Kirk. I mean, Monomoy would be Tom Brady. I think, uh, let's not go there. Why? She's like, yeah, Monomoy like, would have to be Brady. I agree. He's like Aaron Rodgers or L.A. or Aikman. Not Aikman. Aikman. Can we go Aikman? I guess, yeah. Brady's, Brady, <laughs> Brady, Brady's a GOAT, and she's not the GOAT. I love her, but she's not the GOAT. I can't compare her to Brady. Well, I mean, she's an older horse, and she never loses. <laughs> so, And she never really looks amazing. I, she I just wins I- every time. I thought about Favre, uh, Drew Brees is pretty good. Um, Montana, L. It's pretty interesting to everyone. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with. Here's the thing, because you got to think of championships. She's won how many Breeders' Cups? Two. Mm-hmm. She won the Kentucky Oaks, so she's really kind of won three, so to speak, kind of big championship races. She's like, I think she's an Aikman or an Elway. I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess there's no wrong answer here, right? No, so. but I, we did have this conversation. Remember this after, obviously, when we kind of thought she was done. Yeah. Um, and we talked. We, I think we had an article. I think Magic may have put an article, or maybe you did. I don't remember on the website. And it was like kind of what how she kind of compares. Was it your dad? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was like kind of how Monomoy, like kind of she kind of compares to the history of of yeah. of, of great mares and kind of doesn't get a lot of respect in comparison to a lot of, you know, and, and she's probably one of the best to ever do it, you know, and mm-hmm. plain and simple. So the, how about this? Most- she, it, how about this, Halsterman? I'll give you this. If she, if she, I mean, has a great, another great year, wins the Breeders' Cup, I'll give you Brady. I'll give you Brady. <laughs> how about, how about this? This horse returned from a 560 day layoff and like it was nothing. I mean, that's pretty incredible too. The mm-hmm. fact that they bring a, a Breeders' Cup winner and a Kentucky Oaks winner back after 560 days is almost unheard of. Like that's 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 just silly talk, right? In today's times, and then she and not only does she come back, she's just as good as she was. I mean, that's some pretty damn amazing. It's dude, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, it's it's. There was a time when I remember we had this conversation with oh gosh was was it Aaron West that we bet yep. not the not the not the like I mean because Aaron I mean obviously him we're we're great friends with Aaron but we we like we was like will she ever run again the the conversation was like like I think we had a him and I had a bet like that she'll ever win a race again and this was like I think this was like it was. Summer of that year, she Summer, was uh, we were at Saratoga talking about it, and I think it was like, yeah, it was like 2018, 19, somewhere in there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, she didn't come back till 20th and hasn't yeah. lost since. So, uh, yeah, I, I have a, I have a question. Okay, this is not a criticism. This is an open forum question, and people can comment on this as well. She needs to run against males. My question is why? 
Then you can answer it, Jared, or anybody. I mean, I get. I, I don't personally think she has anything to pr- to prove, uh, and that's why I was so adamant to have her retired after the Bridge Cup. So it's like she mm-hmm. has nothing left to prove. She could go undefeated in twenty nine or twenty twenty one, and and it wouldn't prove to me anything other. You know what I mean? Like I still think she's the great, like one of the greatest mares of all time. I guess facing the males and winning wouldn't put her in the conversation as one of the greatest horses of all time, right? You'd have to. I mean, I just, I just don't, I'm not in the same boat of the obsession of runner against the boys now, you know, um, now again, like some of you guys are saying, you know, it would be cool. Let's see. Oh, I think it'd be fun to watch. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that a thousand percent. Like it'd be great to watch, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just never really the, oh, that proves it now, you know, like, one thing to think about is like let's just pretend for a second that Swiss is in this race and and uh, Monomoy is in the Oakland handicap, right? Mm-hmm. She beats them because that like would you like would we all be getting too excited that she beat Silver State and you know no. like Latruska or not Latruska but uh, for whatever the the Pletcher horse is called? I think uh, she, I think she fearless. might be a shorter price in the Oakland handicap than she's going to be in the Apple Blossom, and I think she might be facing a much better horse. Well, I don't think there's any might about it. I think she's facing a much better horse in the Apple Blossom than she would in the Oakland handicap. Now, to Nick's point, it would be to me it just it just from the fans the fan standpoint and just the the build up. Wouldn't it be amazing to see her have a hell of a 2021, and they decide we're going to run in the classic. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. This is gonna be our last year. This is this is it for sure. Yeah. And we're gonna run her in the classic. It because you know we make a case of the the male division, and then all of a sudden she goes and wins that. Then I think you can make you know I I I have no problem with that, and I think that'd be amazing. Oh, again, don't get me wrong at all. I'd love to see it. I think that would be super exciting to see it and the build up and the hype. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. But I I just don't. I don't think there's like no. oh now she if she beats the males now we know she was really good. I just but don't, it, I don't see it. What's interesting about her and maybe it, it, it and it's partly because it's like she has had injury problems and and maybe never kind of quite had that like full like stretch where she can kind of build up to it. But you know, Elaine did it. Uh, of course, Zenyatta, you know, these were like some of these great mares um, that ran in the classic, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they've they always opted to run her in the distaff, you know, and, and it's like maybe now that she's won the distaff a couple times, it's like now we can be like, hey, what, what, what the hell? Let's run her in the classic. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I, I think it's possible for sure. I think they've kind of said we're going to run against males. So, you know, I think I, I do think it would be fantastic to see it. I'm just saying I don't think she has to. I don't think she no, needs. No, I wouldn't no, I, I, I wouldn't phrase it as she needs to run against males. I just think it, hey, it'd be cool, but yeah. I don't really think she needs to. She no, can do whatever and she's gonna listen. I don't care if you're running against donkeys. If you can win every start, well, cross the line first, every start but one your whole career. That's pretty amazing, especially when you've ran year after year after year. So, um, and again, why come back, keep pounding the females? Maybe if she pounds to a skydiver uh, Saturday, I can start to kind of look at, at, at it that way, Darren. But 
The problem is I think Swiss Skydiver is about as good as anybody else other than Mystic Guide. Now, I think Mystic Guide and her, that would be a hell of a race for sure. But other than him, I think Swiss Skydiver will be about the stiffest competition she could face right now. Yep. No, you and I are, we're in the same, like, I completely agree with what you're saying. Like, she has nothing left to prove, but from a fan standpoint, from just pure entertainment, her in, against the males in any race, but especially the classic, would just be fun to watch, you yeah. know? Uh, because to that point, she definitely has nothing left to prove in the Breeders' Cup distaff. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. She has nothing to prove in that, in that race. So no. it's like, why not? Um, but, you know... You never, you never know until you try it. So uh, we'll see. But it could be – it's one of those things, too. What if she goes loose this Saturday? And then all of a sudden we're like, remember we all talked about her yeah. running in the Classic? Yeah. And she just got beat by Swiss Skydiver. Maybe Swiss Skydiver should run in the Classic. So well, Swiss Skydiver did beat she, the boys she in did the previous, face, She so. did face the boys already and beat them. So uh, yeah. that's one thing to think about, guys. Um, yeah. Swiss Skydiver did face the boys, and she won. So – and the thing about Swiss Skydiver is, like, you can make a case for how poorly she ran in the Breeders' Cup distaff. I mean, she didn't have the best of trips, and then she comes back and runs awesome and we hold her miles. So it's like, she's pretty fucking good, too, you know? Yeah. So let, let's, let's see well, what she does on, on Saturday, too. And all the all the Rachel comments, just real quick, quick. Rachel Alexandra had a three-year-old campaign that we will never see again. It was, one of, it was the greatest female campaign for a three-year-old. Well at least since I've been following it. I mean, that was absolutely amazing. Uh, the difference is different horses you have different legacies. We, we tend to conveniently forget that three-year-old campaign completely gutted Rachel. And as a four-year-old, she wasn't really the same. Where Monomoy Girl has been able to hold the form year after year here. So, yeah, I would agree. Rachel is better than Monomoy Girl. But as far as a, as a career as a whole, this Monomoy Girl <laughs> – Pretty amazing. I mean, this is pretty impressive. I agree. All right. We're both on Monomoy, obviously, for this race, but man, if you, you gotta watch it, right? This is yep. a, it's just one of those that even like like if the if the odds don't go away, never like who cares? Just watch this race and see these two throw down and more yep. importantly, see what see what these two great Phillies and mares, I guess, uh Philly one one Philly, one mare are gonna do moving forward. So Monomoy Girl and the Apple Blossom. <laughs> Of course, the Kentucky Derby is just a mere couple weeks away. But before that, the day before, Friday, the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, we are, you know, it seems like this year more than ever, it seems like the, the, the all the talk is on this derby. And of course, with concert tour kind of blowing the Arkansas Derby, seemingly leaving it wide open. No one wants to bet essential quality because he's going to be so, so bet. But we have an Oaks race. And the Oaks race is kind of getting overlooked a little bit. And it's got a, it's got a handful of really good fillies that kind of have, have come into this race running really, really well. And, and it just seems like you're going to have a tough time picking these horses. So as we get into, you know, I haven't talked to Hollisman about this, but I'm, we're going to try to make this almost a daily occurrence. We're on some some platform on our on Racing Dudes. There's going to be Derby Oaks talk, like, for at least a week leading up to the Derby. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be constant. So we are going to we're going to talk our asses off for the Oaks and the Derby. But we thought let's do a little buy sell right now. As we are, we sit, we're sitting here. What is it like? Are we a week and a half? Right. Fifteen days. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yep. Two weeks. Two and a half. I guess so. Almost two weeks from tomorrow on Friday. You're mm-hmm. listening to this. It is Friday. Two weeks from today, 
is the Kentucky Oak. So we are two weeks out, and we're going to do a little buy-sell on five or six of each race. So let's kick things off with kind of the one horse, the one everyone needs. You know, and it's really like the Oaks is a little more top-heavy. I mean, I guess that both races are top-heavy, but it does feel like you kind of reach um, in the Derby a little bit. But with the Oaks, it feels like there's like a select five or six horses, and that's it. Um, Travel Calm, right? Winner, you know, you know, he's she's the lead horse. Fairgrounds Oaks winner last out. Turn the tables on Clary Air again. Kind of had the rubber match there. So travel, travel calm. Probably going to be the favorite of the Kentucky Oaks. Are you buy or sell on her? As we are two weeks out. Yeah, I've got to buy her. Uh, I, I like how she's coming into it. I thought her best race was last time out there uh, in Louisiana. Uh, I in the Fairgrounds Oaks. I I really like Travel Calm, so I'm I'm 100% buy on Travel Calm. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm totally with you on Travel Calm being a buy. I'm just I mean, how can you not, right? I I, I am interested though. Like, I don't, I don't think like there's a lot. Like, you can play against her if you want with some of these other ones. But as far as, like, she's a she's a total win contender. She's the essential quality of this race. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. She is that. She is what essential quality is to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Malthot. Let's get to Malthot because this is the very winner of the Ashland last time out. And this is a very highly regarded but also highly debated horse because, like you say, you know, Darren, uh, Darren says, you know, one has a highest fire, one has the highest time form, one has, has highest rags, one has the highest frizz. And like, that's kind of, ex- <laughs> that explains kind of what this race looks like. Um, you know, like Real Dynasty, thanks for uh, tuning in, of course, our boys. Uh, rags says Fletcher, uh, you know, so it's like, yeah, I mean, and honestly, I'm starting to wonder if Malathot, because you have the recency, because it is Fletcher, because the horse was a monster, Maybe this horse is the, the Kentucky Oaks favorite. Yeah, I, I'll have a, I'll I'll buy Malathot as well, and I think it's for me that's who I'm down to. It's one of those two is who I'm going to pick on top. And um, I, listen, I I have a, a big not a big problem, but it's but it is kind of a question mark. And I think I think Mark, you kind of said it in the comments. I don't see it just offhand, but uh, you know, one prep and then to the Oaks. I still think that's a little questionable. You know. I'd like to see Malathot have another start, have two starts, and then the Oaks. Um, but still, the talent's there. And boy, last time out, I, I thought I thought Malathot was beat uh, by past the Champagne, and, and, and she just went and got her. So for me, it's Malathot and Travel Calm. That's that's the two big horses. Oh yeah, there's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I, I I tend to she's she's super scary, and I'm with you. Like if I'm playing my multis or whatever, like I, she's included, but. I do have a fear that, like, it's like, yeah, I mean, past the champagne's okay, and then probably a horse that's improving. But Malathot seems like a horse that maybe is going to be really good at Saratoga. Um, maybe needs one more race here. And yeah. Travel Calm and Clarier. And we're going we're to talk about, we'll, uh, we'll talk about Clarier here in a second, but both those horses are very well established at this point. Travel Calm, again, that's a really good comparison with Central Quality. She's super established at this point. Um, let's go to. Let's just go. I'll skip one and we'll go back to her. But past the champagne, since we're talking about the Ashland, second place, you know, looked like a winner. Um, Malathot ran her down. There's a lot of debate with past the champagne. Some, some saying, well, she couldn't win that race. You know, can't you know, can't she really win the Kentucky Oaks? Others saying, well, she needed that race. Better again next time. She's going to be a good price in the Kentucky Oaks. I'm going to buy her as well. Um, 
I kind of have her in that third or fourth spot at the moment. So it'll just be a situation. How deep am I going to go on Oaks Day and what's around it to kind of, you know, say, hey, where, where are we going to go short? Where are we going to go deep? But on deeper tickets, I, I think past the champagne is still interesting just because she made a move on that turn that looked like a, a star. And just kind of flattened out. Now, did she flatten out because she's just maybe not that good? Flattened out because she got a little tired? Uh, I don't know. But I think Pass the Champagne is still interesting enough uh, to keep on the list here. Um, by the way, I am, I think I said it, buy on travel, buy on Malfat. I am buy on Pass the Champagne as well. Because I just, I'm with you. I, I'm more on the, that was a really impressive move she made. And she just got ran down by what I think is a pretty freaking good horse. But if Pass the Champagne's sitting there at like six to one or something in the Kentucky Oaks, seven to one, you know, whatever she is, like that's super interesting to me for a horse that, especially when you consider like, what if Malthot's like two to one or five to two mm-hmm. and Pass the Champagne's six to seven to one and just needed a race and almost beat her. So to me, like the value will be there with Pass the Champagne. And she's really not that far off from a Malthot or Travel Calm, I guess. We don't know, but we'll see. Um, I'll give you a sell, and I think you're gonna ha- you're gonna you'll uh, you'll agree with this. So in the Gazelle, search results went from a strong buy to a hard sell in the stretch. Would you agree? I would agree. I, I, I'm <laughs> selling search results at this point. You're right. This horse kind of is kind of like passed the champagne a little bit. Only it looked a little worse. Turn for home. I thought, uh oh, this might this she might be getting ready to show herself as something really nice. And boy. Tapped on the brakes, no, stomped on the brakes, but still won. Um, so I'll give her that. But yeah, I, I'm selling her. I wasn't that high on her to begin with. I'm definitely a seller after that. After that race, she just did not finish up well there. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, I was, I was like, whoa, hang on, like, look at this. This is about to be a performance. And then it's like, oh, hang on, get to the wire. Get yeah, to the, you know, make sure you win. Yeah, <laughs> you know? please win. Um, so yeah, yeah we quickly went from. I'm a agree. Uh, it's a sell for me, uh, especially considering, like. If if there's any ballpark where search results and math and pass champagne are similar prices, it's it's hands down pass champagne for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clarier, you know we talked about travel column, of course. So is it one of those situations like some people are saying like, well, if you like uh, essential quality, you got to like highly motivated. So tell me, is it Clarier for you as well? Like, are you are you buy? The more I watch that replay, I I'm gonna sell. Clarier. I, I'm not sure that horse can beat Travel Column um, when Travel Column runs her best. I, I think she got a, a, a dream trip the time she did defeat Travel Column, and I, I just think she snuck up on her. I don't know that she's up to that kind of level, so I, I'm going to cautiously sell Clarier at this point. Yeah, dude. Uh, gosh, that this is the one that I had the hardest time with. Um... I think it's a sell for me too, because I, I kind of feel like if that was the Fairgrounds Oaks was kind of her race to be like, okay, are you for real or not? And, and Travel Calm kind of put it to her. And it, I mean, she kind of dominated that race, right? Mm-hmm. Travel Calm did. And so it would be a little bit surprising for Clara, for me, for Clara to you know to beat Travel Calm, to beat Malthot, to beat Passage, all of those horses. So I'm gonna go a sell. Especially considering I'm gonna assume the price is gonna be fairly low on her because that Fairgrounds Oaks race is probably gonna be somewhat productive. Uh, the one wild card I had, um, and we we can talk. You know, some people have been asking about Will's Secret, which just kind of falls into the same category. Pauline's Pearl. 
um, the fantasy winner last out. So Will Secret, Collins Pearl, what do you think of the? Let's just group those two together. What do you think? I'll sell both of them uh, right now. I know Will Secret kind of showed what she was, I think, in, in the Ashland. Uh, you know, she really wasn't competitive with those two. Pauling's Pearl, I mean, it, it's a sell for me, but I mean, this this horse is decent. I think this horse is getting better. Uh, yeah, she so feels like she's on the up and coming. For yes. Sure. Yeah. I, 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 she's not the worst long shot. Let's put it that way. Uh, but in the end, I I couldn't, I can't really say bye. I, I don't think she's quite as good as these top ones. I'm going to, you know, based on the, it's going to all be about the price for her. But if she's like, you know, double digits, Polly's Pearl is super interesting to me because I just feel like she is, like, she's shown she's pretty good and she's getting better and she might be peaking at the right time into this race. And if, Steve Asbyson and Stone Street Stables goes and wins the Kentucky Oaks. Are you going to be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't believe that happened. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, of course that could happen. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm buying Pauline's Pearl, but with it, with it, <laughs> based off the price. Let's assume the price. I assume the price will be pretty good because it is one of those races that, I mean, you can't bet them all, right? So there's going to be a lot of horses that are going to be some value in this race. Uh, Real Dynasty wants to know Millifilly. Millie Philly, our, our favorite horse. Is that a bomb underneath? Not for me. Yeah, that, that horse, see you later. I'm, I'm done with that horse. So, <laughs> um, right now, gun to your head. We talked about several here in the Oaks. Who's your pick of the Oaks? I'll stick with Travel and again, Column. And again, this can change, everybody. So, just this is yeah. right now. We're two weeks out. This can change. Who's your pick right now? I'll stick with Travel Column for now. But I'm a I am a bit worried about Malathot, so I think it's gonna be one of those two. As of right now, I'll go Travel Column. Yeah, I'm with you. Travel Column is, it's, and I'll be honest with you. We'll get to this in just a second. Like I I'm swaying a little bit on Essential Quality, but but Travel Column is very much where I felt with Essential, where it's like I've been on her all year, and I've liked her all year. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and as soon as she won that first race, I'm like, yeah, that's an Oaks horse. And she, so I'm like, I'm not really, she doesn't like, how can it, she goes and dominates Paragon's Oaks and I'm going to jump off of her. So I, I have a hard time kind of doing that. So I'm with Travel Calm right now, but I'm with you. Malthot seems very, very concerning. And based on the prices, um, you know, past the Champagne and Pauline's Pearl for me, but we both, uh, we both like Travel Calm in the Kentucky Oaks. Now let's get to what really, you know, everyone, all right, take your Oaks hat off, <laughs> take a breath. That's what, my t- that's what I tell my, my boys sometimes. Take a breath for a second. Take, catch your breath. Let's get to the Kentucky Derby. All right, let's do it. All right, we, this is, of course, maybe a big race on the day after the Kentucky Oaks, the Kentucky Derby. And, gosh, I mean, has there been a year that you've been more, I mean, excited may not be the right word because it feels like it's harder than hell, but the price potential here, the payout potential here could be astronomical. Yeah, this this is it's it's a mess. There's no question, but I, I do think it's solvable. <laughs> I hope it is anyway. Uh, this is this is one of the more wide open Derby fields we've had. Uh, it it is a it's just a it's a cluster f. <laughs> it really is. Uh, we stumbled uh, to the end of this thing. Things were re- looking really really good, and then boy, did it all kind of fall apart. But uh, I. 
I never really wanted to pick a Central Quality to win the Kentucky Derby, and I'm still in that camp. Uh, it's just a matter of who am I going to pick um, in, in to beat him, and I, I haven't quite decided that yet. Well, let's get let's just get started with him because that's let's just go back and forth. I know we you and I have a few maybe that are the same. Uh, we might have different ones, so let's just kind of knock out our list, so to speak, and just kind of go back and forth. So, Central Quality, obviously. Got to talk about him. He's the travel column here. Um, he hasn't lost a race, and frankly, he, there's no reason. He, he, he should be the favorite. No matter if you want to play against him or not, he should be the secondary favorite. You talk about a year that's kind of fallen apart, so to speak, towards the end. He's held strong, you know. He, he continues to answer the call every time. But it just seems like, considering what we else we've seen, he's going to be a low price. And can you really stomach that? So you got to kind of weigh, that, weigh all that in. Buy or sell, uh, you know, are you a buy or sell on essential quality? I think you 100% have to be a buy. That doesn't mean you have to pick him to win, but I think you just almost have to use him. <laughs> you know, he's too consistent and uh, he's just, he's done too much that a lot of these other horses haven't done, you know. So uh, he's definitely a buy for me. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's easily a buy, but like, I'm with you. Like, I, I went from. Gosh, I'm I'm on the fence of picking him to be honest with you because I just don't know if I can stomach him being, you know, nine to five, two to one, whatever he is, and five to two maybe seems about right. It's just like I don't know, you know. I, I get like he should win. He should win because he he has done nothing but win. But I'm a buy. I'm on the fence about if I'm picking him on top. Um, all right, you you give give me a horse. Um, how about this one? I kind of like this horse more and more, more each passing day. I am buying known agenda right now. The Florida Derby winner, uh, you know, th- this is a horse that seems to be on the improve, and that is one major positive with him. So what do you think? Buy or sell known agenda? I am 100% a buy on known agenda. I... I can't believe it because, you know, this went from a horse that no one really wanted to claim to in our fantasy league to John and Ryan claim and then goes and wins the Florida Derby. I get that the Florida Derby class was was weak, but he kind of dominated a weak class, you know, and he's kind of shown that he's a legit horse. Pletcher, when he gets one of these horses like this and they get hot at this time, they tend to be pretty good the next race, like in the Kentucky Derby. Like we've we've talked about, like we need we need to. To make this a thing, we need to to go get it trademarked. The, the Pletcher progression—that's that's what he does. And, and, and if he gets the, he runs that well in, in the Florida Derby. He's gonna run. A, he's gonna run good again in the Kentucky Derby. I really think that. So I think Known Agenda. Gosh, he looks really good on the track. I saw some pictures of him uh, this morning uh, at, at Churchill Downs. He looks really good. So I'm on a buy of Known Agenda for sure. Yep. Um, um, let's go to, I know you and I probably both have this horse, but some of these are givens. Rock your world. But that's an interesting one because he you know, obviously went and won Santina Derby first time on dirt, but is undefeated. Has not lost a race, but two for, first two races were on turf. Comes into the, <laughs> hard to believe, comes into the Kentucky Derby with the top fire figure, fire, fire speed figure, rock your world. So... Buy or sell on Rock Your World, man. He won a stance in the Derby. It seems like he's got all the tools. What do you think? 
I know my boy Ryan Stillman absolutely loves Rocky World. I'm just not there as far as loving him as much as him. I, every time I get to him, I'm like, all right, time to, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to pick Rocky World. I just, there's something, there's something that says don't do it. Don't do it. The source could be phony. Um, I'm going to buy, it's reluctantly, uh, basing off that one dirt effort, which was really, really good. Uh, I, I am just skeptical that he can do that again on the dirt. Yeah, I've been pretty adamant about this, and I there's some there's there's this is the one one of them that I'm gonna hold true to, and I'm 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 selling Rock Your World. I just based off of his what his perceived value in the race is gonna be lacking. I feel like a lot of people are gonna like this horse considering what he's done and kind of being that new shooter, so to speak. Uh, if, he, if it's it depends like again it's all based off pricing right you know if he's 10 to 1 then yeah he's, he offers extreme value yeah. I just don't think he's going to be that I think he's going to be bet pretty hard uh, I it's, I just have a hard time being like oh yeah that turf horse just won the Kentucky Derby maybe he's not a turf horse but why did he start two races in a row on the turf like so I just think he beat kind of a, a weak class in that in that particular race um you you kind of disagree with that uh with that sig- statement a little bit i know that you kind of you don't like to go back off of but i just don't know how good that Sanchez derby was um he was impressive but i'm gonna considering the value i think you're gonna get a lack of value i'm on a sell with rock the world it's tough. It's tough to. I, I, he's one that's going to be a game time decision for me, or at least a, a, the, the week of uh, this is now this. I would love to have that twenty-five dollars to win at forty to one on Rock Your World. That's great. That is awesome. And, and that's a great example of the value. There is value at that's forty value. to one. I am a strong buy. If you gave me forty to one on that horse, yes, yeah, definitely. But you're probably going to get. Eh, like six to one or five to one in the Kentucky Derby. So you got, you got, talk about a, talk about uh, an overlay, right? And that's where the problem is. Yes. Uh, that's where the problem is. Can we bet him at five to one? Uh, us poor bastards that do not have 40 to one on that horse. So uh, very, very, very nice there. Um, okay. And, and, and to be, and to be clear, like he, he very well might, be a dirt horse who just started on turf and, and like he might go and win the kentucky derby and it's like shit all this i mean so i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and, and say he's an awful horse i just think based off the value that we're gonna see on that saturday there's other horses i would rather have i agree um here's one that i would not rather have other than rocky world and that is highly motivated i am selling highly motivated um however i think he is a very good horse but a couple things Chad Brown still hasn't even committed to running highly motivated in the Derby. I thought that's a that's a that's just a weird thing. Maybe that's just Brown being weird. Um, but the second thing, I truly believe this is a horse that, that was at his at his best going a mile, mile 16th. I don't know about the mile and the quarter for highly motivated. So I am going to, at this time, sell highly motivated. Jared? You know, I know you know how much this pains me because this is a horse I love and the horse that's on my fantasy team. But in, in up until like a week ago, I was kind of thinking sneakily, like maybe Holly Motivated is a horse I like on, in the Derby, but I'm a sell. Um, I'm Today was like the big one for me because I was like, he's not even convinced. Like he's, Chad's like, I'm either going to run him or crowded 
whatever crowded whatever the horse is called the horse <laughs> i don't even know the name um it's like if you don't know at this point you're only gonna run one horse and you, you kind of decide between the two of them crowded trade yeah um that's not a good sign you know that's not like a like you obviously and maybe like you say maybe it's brown being brown but uh i kind of felt like he like everything went perfect for him in that race in the bluegrass and he still lost. I know he changed leads, and I know he probably should have won. But trying to think, and I know it was his first time going two turns, but he's going to have to he's going to have to improve, not drastically, but a decent amount in order to do that again. He's not going to get that easy in the lead, so you got to you got to know that. Um, yeah. He's, I'm I'm a sell. I do think he's super talented, and I hate to say it, but I just think he's. I'm a wait and see for him. Like if he goes out and runs, I just don't. I think he's like mid pack in this race. Yeah, no, I could I could definitely see that. I I don't know. Uh, Nick said, "Is it, it you don't think it's trainer tactics?" I mean, maybe, but I I don't know why why um, they would do that. You know. Yeah, he's an into mischief, um, and uh, Naki Towery says, I'm all over Hollywood. He got pressed by the champ. He don't want the lead. And that's yeah. fair. He doesn't. I mean, like, we talked about that race in a lot of depth. Like, no one wanted the lead, so to speak, in that race. There's just no one was fast enough to go, and he went. Um, I definitely think he's, like, that's the thing. Like, he's, he... what do you think you're going to get? Like, say, assuming he highly motivated runs. I mean, you obviously have him ranked fourth overall. If he runs, what kind of price do you think he's going to be? Like ten or twelve to one would be my guess. I think he's like low double digits. Yeah, that's probably right. I don't. I mean, anything anything north of that is is fair probably on him. So I don't yeah. hate you for or doubt you if you want to play him. I would rather have him. I I don't like to me in my mind. It's like, what are you debating? It's him. It's not crowded trade. It's him. So the fact that he's saying that it seems weird um but i do think he's a horse that doesn't need the lead like he's not gonna have to go to the lead so i just don't know if he's fast enough to track them down at the end of this race because there's a horse that i really like that i'm starting to move forward on my win pick they may not want to give it up um all right alterman you go next uh no you did you you did highly motivated Mm -hmm. but we'll do medina Medina spirit okay yeah medina Um, spirit it's a sell for me yeah, that's a hard. That's a hard sell. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I've never liked that horse, and so I'll be honest. If you, I mean, if you like him, great. But I've just never liked him, and yeah. and for me, I can't. Especially off of the, the Sandy Derby, I can't get on him now. So yeah. Because you also got to. You also got to think. You know, and let's just let's just jump right to this his stable mate, and we still don't even know if he's going to run. He kind of he's kind of fallen into the camp with uh, highly motivated at this point that's concert tour who finished th- concert tour went from being the probably most likely eight to five to be yeah, eight to five to be the favorite of the kentucky derby to is he gonna run and is he gonna be like eight to one you know and so that's where we're at with concert tour the latest i saw was baffert was like he did ship him but he did say all along he's gonna ship his horses to churchill downs gonna see how he works he's on the fence so you can see how he works and if he works well he'll run him so that's where that's at um but concert tour so buy or sell let's just obviously for this sake let's assume he's in 
Buy or sell? I mean, this is the hardest one, right? I, I'm going to say buy, uh, here, and here's why. Uh, I'm not going to pick this horse to win, but I, I do think I am going to end up using him. Uh, it, it's just weird to me that Rosario stays on this horse. I mean, it's it's it, incredible. I, I just I don't get it. I'm so dumbfounded by it. And I, I just have to think Baffert has talked so highly about this horse that something happened in Arkansas to him. You know, something unexplainable happened. We know he can run better than a 92 buyer, which is what Superstock got. It, whatever happened, happened there. I think Baffert gets it figured out. And I think here's the, here's the kicker. If Baffert doesn't get it figured out, he won't be in the race. Yeah. So I think with, with a guy in. like Baffert, yeah. the good the good thing about him, he doesn't just throw him in there to throw him in there. So I think he, if he enters, Baffert feels pretty good about it, and that's good enough for me to throw him on a ticket. Uh, Naki says, Jared, you're going to run first in the Derby with <laughs> motivated your first round. I, I hope. I hope. I hope you're right. Um, I would not. I, I would be. I would definitely. There will be no tickets where he's left off because of that, because he's true to my heart. So I'll be happy, but in a couple ways. But to Concert Tour's point, I'm with you. Like, if, if he's in it, he's he's a contender because Baffert's not going to run him. I do think if he's in, if he if he runs him, like, there's no doubt in my mind. Send him. He's going. Mm-hmm. He's going. That's the pace. Like, if Concert Tour's in the race, he's the pace. Like, Baffert's not going to fuck around with him. He's the pace. So... Uh, I just don't think he he's going to mess around with trying to not get the lead or maybe, you know, he'll be right there on it. If he's not on it, he'll be right there. Um, so if he's in it, like he, he's like one that I'm a sell on right now. But if, if Baffert, if he has a good work, if Baffert's like, I'm in, then I'm like, okay, so am I. Good yep. Baffert. And he'll have the good stuff, you know? So yep. if he's in it, I'm in it too. That's kind of where I'm at with the concert tour. Yeah. Um, is it me? Is it my turn now? Uh, no, I have one that we need to get to. Okay. Uh, and I know a few people have talked about this horse. And by the way, everyone just like this is blow. I can't even keep up with the chat of what people yeah. want to talk about. Hot Rod, my other horse, Hot Rod Charlie. Uh, of course, one, winner of the Louisiana Derby last out. And it's funny, you know, it, it's so funny because you kind of thought, like, after he won, it's like, ah, oh, you know, he's going to get overlooked in the Derby because all this other stuff's going to happen. Um, between then and you know, Contrature and Central Fault, and all the it's like all of a sudden Hot Rod's kind of becoming the horse that you want to play. He's going to be low price, he's going to be six to one in the race. And so, based off of that, but Hot Rod, man, where are you at on Hot Rod right now? Gotta buy him at this point. Gotta buy him. I mean, he he ran that race in Louisiana, and I thought, all right, he's he's something, he's got talent, and you know, he's going to be overlooked, and then all of a sudden everybody sucked in front of him. So it hurts his price, but it helps his chances of winning that nobody else really ran worth a damn after him. He has the second highest buyer in the whole crop. Um, he's ran a higher buyer than than the favorite in the race. Um, I, listen, third off the, off the layoff for, for Hot Rod as well. I'm all about it. I, I really think Hot Rod Charlie uh, is a buy here, and... I'm considering. I mean, he's a win candidate for me. Guys, I'm, I'm like so. I'm so close. He's he's almost my win pick. Like <laughs> I love this horse. Yeah. And and and, and, and I get like you like oh he owns, like I ask Allspring. I was like this horse was like whatever 
I don't care about the source. Yeah. Like, I definitely was not like a Hot Rod fan. I was glad I, I was glad he won, obviously. But I mean, but he just continues to improve and improve. And you watch this horse work. Holy shit, this horse works well. And by the way, I mean, say what you want about Doug O'Neill. He's won the Derby twice. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, it's not like it's just like some random trainer. Like, he knows how to win this race. The horse is coming into this race maybe better than anyone in the race. He, uh, his latest work was unbelievable. He keeps working great. He, he, he knows he's not going to have an issue with the distance. I mean, he just won um, going the Preakness distance. I, I'll say this even. I, would be fairly surprised if he doesn't win one of the triple crown races i just he just seems like a horse that's gonna emerge in one of these big races um i'd be shocked if he doesn't hit the board in any of these races so i think he's coming to this race better than anybody he's very much a buy for me i agree with this comment right here preakness i i think he's gonna be ultra tough in that race and i think he'll be tough in the derby too i how about this? How about this? How about this? The fact that we got to talk about... I'll, I'll, rewind. You and I on the rail at Keeneland in the fall. Central Quality does his thing. We like Jackie's Warrior that day, but we won't talk about that. Central Quality does his thing. We're like, who, who, who the fuck is that horse? Who's yeah. coming? Like, who is that? He just, he's, he's good. Hot Rod Charlie's like, Oxbow. Of course, we're freaking out about Oxbow. Yeah. Like 90-something to one. And what are the odds that we fast forward to the first Saturday of May and these two horses not only might be the exacta in the Kentucky Derby, but they, they're going to go off like very closely the top two choices, but top three or four choices in the, like, that's just unbelievable to think about that. It's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible that these two could do it. Uh, you, you just don't see that. And it's like I said, when a 92 to one does something, in in the in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, they usually never do something ever again. You exactly. know, like storm the exactly. court. That's that's what they usually do. A new door was second. You know, that's they they did nothing. Um, and and then this horse, yeah, has, has held it together really well. Listen, the first race of of, of his career, you know, it, it, or first race of his uh, uh, this season, it wasn't awful. He fought it, and then he just improved so much next out. If there's any improvement in this horse again, he's going to win. Now, that's just the thing. So he's he's on the up and up for me, no doubt. And this is a funny comment. Nick's go. So, yeah, at like 70 to 1, he hits the board. You would have thought uh, yeah, that, I know, right? that he was going to follow that, that path of what we talked about, never to do anything again. Got the magic man as a trainer, and then, then the rest was history. So... <laughs> <laughs> The other Magic Man. Um, right, yes, correct. There's several. Um, all right, let's go to one because I, I, I'm i going to do this for you. Same comment, same person. I'm going to try to find it, but we got. I know that you want to talk about this, Vinny. There you go. Is it Soup and Sandwich time yet? It is. Soup and Sandwich. That's a horse that's on my list because you. all you got to do is look at Twitter, and this is like the My Boy Jack of this year. I mean, everyone's talking about this horse. It's, it's, it's like he, I, to me, he's going to be a huge underlay, probably. He should be. Um, Stupid Sandwich finished second in the Florida Derby to known agenda. Of course, this was a horse that was kind of... I mean, that was a big start for him, and he ran well. Stupid Sandwich for Cassie. What do you think? I, I a, just can't get behind him. I gotta sell him. I just can't do it. 
I like him, and I think he proved a lot of that last race, but I don't know that he's ready to win the Derby, so I, I'm selling Soup and Sandwich. Uh, Vinny wants to know, can he be an underlay at 15-1? to <laughs> uh, No, maybe not. That's fair. Um, no, I, I mean, I don't... I think you, you'll get 15-1 to easily. Um, no doubt. I... He'll be over bet, though, is the thing. Plus, he's got a cool name or a dumb name, however you want to look at that. And people are going to want to bet that in the Kentucky Derby as well. Um, to me, he's just – he's an also-ran for me. Uh, maybe it's – like, maybe under – like, if you – if I – you know, I'll play a try, obviously, uh, Supers. He's a third and fourth for me, for sure. Um, I, 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 think, I think you key him there for me. But – Listen, it was a great claim because I didn't even think he'd be in the conversation, right? I didn't definitely think he'd be in the Kentucky Derby, let alone the conversation. Like when they when you guys claimed that horse super sandwich real dynasty in the fantasy league, I was like, okay, <laughs> well that that was a twenty point waste. So, um, so yeah, I mean, but yeah, I can't. I just don't think he's. I think it's a little too much for him. This strikes me as a horse. It's like, well, we have the points. We're gonna run. If if he would have won the Florida Derby. You know, different maybe, conversation yeah but he he got passed pretty easily there at the, at the last but i i don't hate him it's just that's it's i just have a hard time envisioning him him doing much all right halterman what do you got i got i got a real good one for you it's it's the winner of our our, our home tracks race <laughs> super stock this is a hard hard uh, one sell for me but how about you i want to know oh this is a yeah this is a <laughs> He ran the he is a race of his life at the at the at the old track called Oakland Park. Yeah, it's a sell. It's a sell. I mean, I was so happy for them. It was cool that it happened. But yes. if this horse hits the board again, I will be shocked. Yeah, same. <laughs> super super shocked. Not super shocked. But no, I, I I just don't. I mean, it's a good story. And, and if there's a horse that I'm rooting for that I'm going to be adamantly against on all my bets and all my analysis or whatever that's the one horse right because sure. that's that's one that's a cool story obviously for his parents and yeah. just be cool for them to to have a home for you know the horse that they all all have together but yeah he's a hard sell um for me it, it, you gotta think people are gonna play based off you won there at the derby but also you know the pace meltdown the pace meltdown that horse will be coming it's like these horses were like falling over um what i don't know if you have this horse and this is a, a how about this? Because I'll throw in, I have Mandaloon for my other one, my, okay. my wild card, but we'll throw in the other Cox horses, which is Cattle River. If I, and that, the last I heard, Cattle might just go to the Preakness. Preakness. Um, Preakness, but let's say they both run. Mandaloon's definitely running. Um, where do you stand, buy or sell on the other Cox horses? I'm going to sell them. I, I went back and forth on Mandaloon, but I don't know. I just think. I, I don't think you can you can run well here after what Mandaloon did. I mean, well enough. I I think he'll bounce back. I think he'll run better. I don't think he's I don't think he's quite good enough to win it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sell. Cattle River is a one thousand percent a sell in this race uh, for me if he's there. And then and then Mandaloon, it's not a thousand percent sell, but it's pretty pretty high. I'm selling both of them. Yeah, Amanda who? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I'm deaf. I've I've been. Uh... Okay, that I want to get to that one in a second on dynamic one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have we were going to talk about all these horses, but you guys are keep bringing up horses, so we got to <laughs> talk about them. Um, Mandaloon is I'm with you, man. He's like I went from total toss to gosh, he's going to be 
too much toss to where he's gonna be offered some value. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like, I'm a, a lot of time I'm a big believer in like that race was so bad to believe that it's gotta be better than that. It's kind of like highly motivated in, in in the Gotham where you're like, it's surely he's better, he's better than that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how I felt with him, it, it, how I feel about him in, in Louisiana Derby. Just like God, I mean, he's been—he was like—he was like a top horse, and then he does that, and now all of a sudden you forget about him. So I'm on the fence with 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 Mandaloon, but here's an interesting uh, from from DRF Marty McGee. He had this analysis where it's been a long. He said it's a long time since the Derby winner was fifth or worse in their final prep. That was Needles in 1956. So that's <laughs> Marty Marty McGee. So the last time a horse was fifth or worse in their final prep was 1950. 1956. So, on a win, win candidate, that puts that's enough history for me to be like, no, pass. Um, but underneath, sure. And Cattle River, I've never liked Cattle River, and so I'm a, it's a hard no for me. Hard pass, hard sell. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Mandaloon. Here's the problem with him. If the other preps would have went like we kind of thought they would, he would be 20 or 30 to one. And then all of a sudden, you're like, well, probably more like 30 to one. You're like, yeah, okay, we can play that, but. When everybody sucks so bad, you 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 go back around and you're like, oh, okay, Mandaloon, maybe I can play him. Maybe maybe there's something wrong there. And then all of a sudden he's 12 or 15 to one, and that's just not what you want. Yeah, do you have, uh, that's all I have on my list. So I wanted to get to uh, Dynamic One, but yeah. do you have any other ones? Nope, I have nothing. All right, so let's get to Dynamic One. This is a horse who finished second in the wood. Of course, that massive wood payout for Todd Pletcher, Bourbononic, and Dynamic One. So what do you kind of make of either one of these horses? Because, I mean, everyone's going to be talking about Nota Jinda, for good reason, Todd Pletcher. And it's funny, too. Todd Pletcher has four in the race. If Sainthood runs, which I think he's going to. Um, four in the race. When we went, when not so long ago, we we're like, man, Todd's got no one. You know, like, he, he's like, so four in the race. Is there any other Pletcher? And we can, you can throw in Bourbononic, um, Urbonic, whatever you want, however the hell that you pronounce that horse. Um, sir, you know, do you throw any other like, like if that horse wins, you're gonna be pumped, you're gonna be pissed? No. <laughs> so it's, it's it's no it's no agenda or none for you. Yeah, yeah. I will be absolutely shocked, shrug the shoulders, and say, well, I never could have played that horse ever. If the other three Pletchers do anything, I I, I don't like any of them. I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely pro. Mm, I like Dynamic One. I, I like them both, really, from a standpoint of underneath. And that's just me. I, I just, I just feel like I'm kind of on the same, the same boat with Nota Jindo. When he, when he seems like he gets one of these right, they, they tend to run. And of course, we talked about Danza earlier, and Danza ran another good race in the Kentucky Derby. Um, and so, yeah, you kind of think maybe he, one of these horses runs another one more good race before he's kind of done. Um, and so, yeah, I think if you had to pick a horse underneath at a huge price, like Dynamic One, since he was second in a shitty wood, or even Bourbonic would be a big price, uh, I wouldn't care to have either one of those on my underneath. The, uh, but on the top, winning contender eats itself. Yeah, I just, I just don't see how they're going to they're going to get there. I mean, it's too much of an improvement and too big of a stage. I, I, I just don't see it. Boy, guys, thank you so much. I mean, gosh, you guys, uh, some, let's see, I'm reading this as I go. So go. if it's, it's uh, Hey guys, lots of speed, lots of closers. The draw is going to be interesting. Huh? What are your worst gates that pace setters and closers can get? 
Well, in general, you don't want to be inside, no matter what kind of horse you are, because then it's you break or you're dead, kind of. So I would not want to be one, two, three, four. Uh, And then if I was a pace setter, unless I had the speed of all the other speeds, like if I was the fastest one in the gate or, or in the race, maybe the outside, you know, 18, 19, 20 is not so bad. But if I'm kind of that stalker, I may go to the lead. I may sit off. I wouldn't want to be away to the outside either. So I think you're either the extreme inside and the stream outside are the two worst for that. It would be kind of not, you know, you never root, <laughs> you never root for it, but in this case you might root for like a concert tour or something drawing the rail just to kind of like cross that horse out. So you don't have to worry about, <laughs> worry about like one of these horses, it might help re- reduce your wind contenders, um, if one of them draws the rail, this is one of those years you might hope for it, unless it's your horse. Uh, Ryan, our boy Ryan says, buy or sell bonus. The Oaks favorite, more likely to win the Oaks than the Derby favorite. That's a good question. Yeah. So the Oaks favorite, is the Oaks favorite more likely to win the Oaks than the Derby favorite is likely to win the Derby? So for this case, yeah. you can say Travel Calm, is he is she more likely to win versus Essential Quality, which we know will be the Derby favorite. But go, I mean, that's a great question, Ryan. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say, gosh, I'd say yes, but that's tough. That's tight. I, I think I think the Oaks is more likely to have the favorite win than the Derby. Yeah. So I would go yes to the Oaks. Unless, well, I mean, if, even if it's, I, would you say that even if it's Malathot for sure too? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't. I think Malathot and Travel Column have a better chance to win that race, no matter who the favorite is, than a Cincinnati in the Derby. To be fair, I do think, obviously, there's, it's like, there's a ton more of that essential quality in this case has to beat, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In order to, whereas it kind of feels like it's, you know, we're talking about a handful of horses we're trying to decide to who to pick, where it's like, well, I like Malathot or I like Travel Column. Yeah. That's it. You know, so it seems like that's kind of the, the top. You and I are both on that. So I would definitely go Oaks, but it's, 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 that's an interesting way to ask that question because mm-hmm. who would have, because Essential might be a lower price, right? You think so? I don't know. The, I mean, the Derby favorite is, I mean, I always go back to like, we got five to two uh, on, on, uh, was it five to two or three to one on AP? Yeah, they both um, tied to on Justify and American Pharaoh, yeah. And so he's like, you got to put that into perspective, right? Like, those kind of horses is what we got the, those prices on. So is Essential Quality actually going to be 5-2? I tend to lean more like 3-1 to one, mm-hmm. um, on Essential, whereas Travel Column, yeah, I guess Travel Column might be a little bit lower than that. Might be 5-2, to 2-1, two, two to one, something like that. But whoever is a favorite of the Oaks, you do feel like it's going to be below 3-1. to one. So I would say that. Okay, yeah. Um, here's a, a couple people are, are, are talking about the gate situation yeah it is a brand new gate so that's going to help immensely so people are like oh this post trial is going to be huge it still is because it's still 20 horses but the gate will help things um a lot so that's that's good and and to this point essential gets the rail what happens the rail doesn't run right the the one hole doesn't run right smack dab into the rail anymore it's they've they've improved that so while it's not good at all it's not a death sentence like it used to be. It definitely feels like if there was a time to finally break that streak, it's it's now with the new gate. But I, I mean, you definitely don't want it I don't, until someone does no, it. No, no. You, you don't want it. Um, yeah, Manu says eighty nine buyers. Yeah, I get it. 
for, for dynamic one. He was bad. Um, all I'm saying is I, and maybe it's part of me that I, I just, I've, it, it was so ingrained on me to not let Pletcher beat me in these big races. It's just like, I've got it. You know, I, I would just feel really sick and I've just kind of stayed on that. Whereas, you know, we cashed one of the biggest, well, our biggest trifecta of our lives a couple of years ago in the Derby. And it was because we held true to some of the horses that maybe sound stupid, you know, but uh, we hit it anyway. So uh, sometimes you got to do that and you just got to get lucky. So it's, it's the Derby. So um, again, we'll be back of course for, we are two weeks out from the Oaks. So uh, Paul and I will be there, um, but we will definitely be have, have tons of coverage between us, between Ricky, Samich, Magic, of course. Maybe we can get Slim on here at some point. Um, <laughs> talk a little Kentucky Derby. I did hear a little rumor that Slim is going to have some some content coming out soon mm-hmm. on the Derby, so he might be coming out of retirement a little bit for that. But uh, yeah, we'll, you'll get tons of co- content from us coming up, and of course, our, our opinions might might sway one way or another. Of course, it seems like every day the, the Derby is changing. It's like, oh, that horse is out. That horse is out. That horse is out. Is there any horse? I think you talked a little bit about it. Uh, King Fury, is that your horse that you really want to draw in? Because you, that's the horse that you think you could make. I heard you say that on the Magic Mike show. Yeah, I, I do like King Fury a little bit. I, I would say out of the ones that are are still like on the outside looking in, he would be one. Uh, just real quick, he is, uh, as I pull it up, he's now up to 25th, so he still needs some help. Um, I, a couple people mentioning Obesos. Uh, in the chat, he's at 22. He definitely is a horse that has a lot of hype. Um, so, but he needs he needs two more defections to kind of get in. Um, yeah, but for me, I think King Fury would be interesting. I really don't think he's going to get enough. I think he's going to fall just short of the field, and then we'll see him in the Preakness. But uh, yeah, keep an eye on it for the next couple of weeks. Uh, well, I guess for for this the rest of this week and next uh, to see that horses that kind of fall out. But yeah, right now. Hidden Stash, the last horse in at number 20, Dream Shake 21, and Obesos right there at 22. Well, there you go. So there you go. There's our buy-sell for the Kentucky Derby two weeks out. It's <laughs> so all the time we have to check out RacingDudes.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our handicap products page. Click the products link at the main menu at RacingDudes.com. Learn more and click that big-ass button on the on the menu there. It says, get Racing Dudes Premium. Go check it out at RacingDudes.com because you're going to want to go over there and go to the products page. So our 2021 Kentucky Derby Wager Guide preset will begin soon. We're just a couple weeks out, so of course you'll be seeing that probably the next uh, couple of days. Um, subscribe to Race Dudes Premium. It's a great time to get it because if you subscribe to Race Dudes Premium, anytime you're a subscriber to Race Dudes Premium, you'll get any wager guide we do for free. So it's a great time to be a subscriber because you'll if you do it now, you'll get the Derby and the Preakness wagering guides for free. Those are each forty dollars, so it's eighty dollar value. Subscribe for $70 for the month. Boom. You save 10 bucks. So why not go to racetodudes.com, go to the premium, get the $70 option if that's all you want, and you'll get those guides included absolutely for free. Uh, racetodudes.com is your destination site. Hey, there, Clay. Go Warrior. Thanks for tuning in, Clay. Um, yeah, go Warrior. Hey, we're fanboys. It's at at, at true. So we're, we're going to hope he wins. Um, I uh, Clay, if you're still watching, give it, you know, give us, give the people watching this something, you know, off that, la- you know, what we've we seen the last two, you know, something to like, okay, that's a reason to why he might have a shot here in the Oakland Handicap. Uh, remember, go to the racing or destination site for all free horse racing picks. 
and racing tracks across America. We're on Twitter at Race Tour. So dudes, Instagram and Facebook. You're going to check us out on all our social media accounts because we are we are tweeting, we are messaging, we are every you know everything on everything for the Kentucky Derby. We have pictures out there. So if you want to know and stay alerted to these scratches, pictures working out, or photos of them working out, go to and follow us on Twitter at Racing underscore Dudes, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Clay says, go to the front and leave him. All right. Go to the front. Yeah, I, I hope he does, man. You know we love this horse. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Music Stitcher, even a website at racetoos.com. Remember, go check out the Magic Mike show. They did the late pick four at Oakland. So, uh, obviously, a good card there. So, go check them out to get more analysis uh, of the, of course, especially of the Apple Blossom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess, did, is the Oakland handicap? It's in the, it's the first leg, right? Of the pick four? Yes. Yeah, yep. So, you, you get both of those in there. So, go see what yep. their thoughts are. On that, um, Clay, any thoughts on uh, if he runs well? Where, where, where are you looking at after the Oakland meet? Uh, any, any any other thoughts, everyone, as we close this up? It's been a hell of a show. Long show, but gosh, I mean, I don't know how it could have been a shorter one because we just have Too many just questions? Been, ro- been rolling with the questions. No clue. No uh, clue. There you uh, go. Uh, that's, well, what that's what people are tuning in what, for right there. <laughs> so they, that's what they want to know, Clay. Clay, are you riding? Are you are you going to ride the horse on Saturday? <laughs> Any chance of that? Um, uh, Halterman, did you watch WrestleMania? Of course, yes. How was it? How was it? It was good. WrestleMania was very good. Very good uh, show. Uh, a little too much filler. I mean, I don't like the two nights. I think there's too much. They try to do too much. But uh, the main event was good. I enjoyed the Fiend versus uh, Randy Orton. I thought that was kind of cool. Some of the stuff they did there. Uh, the main event on uh, on the first night was pretty good as well. So uh, yeah, I mean, overall it was good. It was it was kind of cool to see it in a big stadium and people there. So that was fun. All right. Um, I think that's all we have. So this is, again, I, I, I haven't talked to Alterman about this, but I think it's going to be like, I mean, you, you know there's going to be something. We're going to do like the live stuff we did at the at the actual event, but you know there's going to be stuff Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, all leading up, of course, the week. I mean, we're going to have a ton of content. So this is your site. This is where you want to go for all the information. Uh, we will not bullshit on, the, on our analysis, and we'll also have the information that you guys want to know as far as what's going on. So make sure you check us out and stay tuned. Uh, gosh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm officially done. We've, we've, we've talked for two hours about Derby and Oaks, and we've got a, two weeks left. So, um, all right. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Alterman. Good luck this weekend, and we will see you next week to talk more Derby. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. <laughs>